But I replaced those types of phrases with things like, what would this look like if it was in? Um, the universe is rigged in my favor, and so I can be patient and open Or the universe is rigged in my favor, and I welcome miracles in my life. Life is happening for me. Where can I embody that today? And now things are easier. Hello there, beautiful friend. Welcome back to another episode of the All That Jazz podcast with me, your host, Jazz Jervis. Welcome. I'm really excited to be in my walk-in wardrobe. I was going to say in my office, but I'm not. I'm sitting in my walk-in wardrobe. I've recorded the last few in my office, but the neighbors are being extra loud. So I've jumped up into my walk-in wardrobe, which is probably 55 degrees, <laughs> but that's okay. We're here, we're doing it. It's going to be a pretty short episode. I've had a really great couple of days. We had magical weather here on the Tweed Coast over the weekend, and my husband played his first basketball game in almost two years in the NBL out of retirement. Goodness, it's been such a wild six weeks of him training, coming back out of retirement, heading over to Perth to be back in the red and black and white, I guess, red, white, and black for the Wildcats. So it's been a really, really great couple of days and I feel very proud and very excited. So I'm really excited to be recording this podcast episode with you today because I have had a lot of DMs in the last week or so particularly in relation to manifestation and the shifting of mindset, I guess, so that we can manifest exactly what we want in our lives. And I shared a few examples of how this had played out in my life over on my Instagram stories and a few of the ways that I really reframe my mindset and my inbox exploded. So I thought I'd quickly share some context first, and then we can dive right in to my three tips for turning miracles into manifestations. Okay, so we recently bought a house. We're just waiting for all of the stuff to be finalized, you know, the stuff that comes along with purchasing a house. And I've done a lot of journaling, you know, a lot of, you know, journaling around um, the house that we wanted the process. Um, you know, I did a lot of sort of writing from my future self uh, about moving, you know, it being really seamless and things like that. And one of the things that I had written down was that the owner of the house would sell me their fridge. <laughs> and I know that sounds really random, but I just could not be bothered dealing with a fridge. Um, and anyway, the agent messaged me um, during the week and said, you know, the owners purchased this brand new fridge like three months ago. It's in great condition. Would you like to buy it? And I was like, um, yeah, yep. 100%. I will take that. <laughs> and I shared this on my Instagram stories because previously, before I really started to uh, get into manifestation, mindset, uh, subconscious reprogramming, all of that, I used to say things like, why doesn't this just go smoothly? You know, every time something good happens, something shit happens right after. You know, this always happens to me. This is so unfair. All of those types of dialogue would come out of my mouth, both internally and also I would be speaking it. And, and once I really got into the law of attraction, manifestation, as I mentioned, all of this stuff, 
I started to realize that I was speaking my life into reality. I was attracting the bad after the good. And you can go and listen to my podcast episode number 13, literally called Speaking Your Life Into Reality, for more insight into this, and also episode 18, which is all about manifestation. But I replaced those types of phrases with things like, what would this look like if it were easy? Um, the universe is rigged in my favor, and so I can be patient and open-minded. Or the universe is rigged in my favor, and I welcome miracles in my life. Life is happening for me. Where can I embody that today? And now things are easier. Things that used to seem like miracles or would only happen to the open quote, close quote, lucky ones are part of my everyday life. Because it doesn't need to be hard. Sure, things aren't always going to be smooth sailing, of course, but you wouldn't appreciate the good times when there's no contrast, would you? And so since sharing this, my inbox is completely blown up because I'm no different to you. I'm really not. I'm just very, very dedicated to practicing unwavering belief and being willing to go there when things are coming up internally to really see what's going on. You know, I don't just take it as face value and like, this is what's happening in my life. This sucks. You know, I really, I do the work, you know, I'm really committed to doing the work, but I'm no different. And so my inbox, just so many messages. How can I get to this place? What is the first step? How did you first start kind of changing and, and changing your mindset and, and, and I guess reframing things? Like, how do you know what to do? And so I wanted to record this short episode, providing my three tips for how I kind of made miracles into manifestations, you know, how I really changed my mindset around that, because I really just want everyone to thrive. I want everyone to live the limitless life that we were born to live. Like we are born with unlimited potential, but it's just that not everyone has figured out how to tap into that. And so when you discover how to do that, everything changes. And this is when these miracles, like things that we call in our mind miracles, and this is going to be my first tip is reframing that, but when miracles simply become manifestations. So let's start with my first point, which is about miracles and how we can start to, I guess, change our ideas around them being miracles, which the word miracle, which we'll go into, kind of makes things seem far-fetched, doesn't it? You know, unachievable, out of reach a little bit. And more into manifestations that are totally possible for you as well. I used to have this assumption that extraordinary events like miracles only happen to other people. They happen to the lucky ones. Because, you know, I do feel like there are some lucky people as well. But this isn't entirely true. If we could, for example, simply think up a seven-figure check, for example, to be waiting for us in our mailbox, then everyone would be a millionaire, wouldn't they? There would be miraculous uh, health recoveries. They would be the norm. Because the truth is, Anyone can create these so-called miracles. And one of my favorite books that outlines this and talks about this in depth is The Miracle Equation by Hal Elrod. Hal Elrod. 
He also wrote The Miracle Morning, which uh, is one of my favorite ever books. And he refers to people that have an innate ability to tap into their limitless potential. And he calls them miracle mavens. And he says that the word maven comes from the Yiddish word meven and the Hebrew word meven, meaning one who understands. Now that I've said that out loud, I sound like Costa from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. I'm sure you've seen it. I've seen it. It's a bloody funny movie and he's like give me a word any word and I show you I show you how the root of that word is Greek anyway sidetracked but saying it out loud and describing the meaning of the word just instantly took me to Costa from my big fat Greek wedding who is such a legend anyway move on jazz the definition of miracle in the Oxford dictionary is a remarkable event or development that brings very welcome consequences. Remarkable event or development. Now, miracle mavens, as Hal Hal Elrod terms them, simply encompass those definitions, right? They understand that they are more than capable of creating miracles in their life, and with complete ease, too. They understand that it is a way of being, And I'm sure you're thinking of someone right now that seems to just have all the things falling into place. Maybe it just feels like they speak something out loud and bang, there you go, it happens. But I can almost guarantee from my own personal experience that these people don't let anyone, including and most importantly themselves, talk them out of their goals and out of their vision. I know this because this is exactly the place where I've got to. And you may have heard me say this before, if you're one of my clients or you're in my doTERRA team, you have heard me, no doubt, refer to the quote by Theodore Roosevelt called The Man in the Arena. It's also referred to a lot in Brene Brown's work. There's very few people in my life that have earned a place in the arena whose opinion would make me question what I'm doing. And even then, the most important opinion in my life, in any room, is my own. And so my first tip is to change your internal dialogue around luck and miracles, right? Just stop saying those words out loud. Oh, they're so lucky. Everything worked out for them. Why can't that happen to me? Because manifestation is just momentum. It's like energy, like like swings at the park, like a park ride. You can't just jump off, right? You can't just jump off this train of, or this ride of, you know, miracles only happen to extraordinary people and not me. You can't just jump off that. But what you can do is you can change the momentum, right? You can swing your legs a different way and start moving the swing. You can change that direction, okay? So whatever you need to do in order to change that direction, maybe it's doing something that you love every single day. Maybe it's being committed to a journaling practice to get everything out of your brain and onto paper. Maybe it is organizing a custom hypnosis mate whatever it is right I love hypnosis I I get mine from Natalie Granger she's just incredible but again sidetrack um whatever you need to do you've got to do it you've got to put the work in if you want to start treating miracles as manifestations right not just this remarkable extraordinary thing that happens to people other than you If you really want to change your mindset around that, you've really got to put the work in. You've got to stay committed. And this kind of brings me to my next point as well about your external circumstances not defining you and how 
we really need to get to this place where we can make decisions based on our limitless self, not our limited self, right? Because your external circumstances don't define you. And not only that, your external circumstances do not confine you either, right? It's this idea that our past doesn't dictate our future. And so to start creating miracles in your life is to envision your ideal future, right? See it really clearly and then establish the belief that it is possible. Now that we're sort of moving on from this whole idea that miracles are only for extraordinary people, right? That's my first tip. Stop putting miracles on this pedestal that is unachievable, right? It's my first tip. Secondly, like start to actually envision your ideal future, like a day in the life, your life by design. What does it look like, right? Like that's that's what I spend my time doing. I do so much like my highest self journaling, basically. See it clearly and then start to really get closer to that belief that it's possible because that's starting to change the momentum of the swing. I was listening to a um, an Abraham Hicks recording this morning just on YouTube and she was talking about how when Jerry met Esther, um, I'm not even going to go into detail if you don't know the, Abra- the works of Abraham Hicks, just Google it. Uh, they When they met, they lived in this like certain part of town and, and Jerry grew up very poor and he spent his life still in this town where he had grown up. Pretty grungy, uh, you know, a lot of poverty, homelessness, things like that. And when they met, Jerry and Esther, their friends would ask them to go to this other side of town. I can't remember the name of it. And and she talked about how uncomfortable Jerry was, like in this in this new environment, because it was so just out of his comfort zone and it was just completely different to what he had experienced outside what he knew completely and it really got me thinking about and she was talking about this in the in the video too like your subconscious mind wants to keep you safe remember if you've listened to my podcast a lot you'll know that I refer to the example of you know back in the day our subconscious mind kept us safe from saber-toothed tigers in the wild right they you know it, it kicked us into fight or flight got that adrenaline going so we could run but we need to remember that that's not our environment anymore. So the first step is really deciding what's possible. What does your future actually look like? And then thinking about the habits that you need to create. And you can listen to episode 44 of my podcast on how to properly plan for quantum leaping in your life. And then you just continue to give it what you've got until your success becomes inevitable, right? Because the purpose of a goal is not to reach the goal purpose of a goal is to become the type of person who can achieve any goal by always giving it everything you have and staying connected to that vision regardless of the results right it's who you become through that process that matters more than actually reaching any one goal and you have to go and listen to episode 44 of my podcast because this is exactly why I set unachievable goals in my life Right, I don't set things that are just a little bit within reach because how am I really going to be getting out of my comfort zone if it's within reach? Because the biggest payoff isn't the goal itself. It's who I become in the process of trying to achieve it because there's no such thing as failure, right? You either get what you want or you get what you need. You get the lesson. And so deep down inside, like we are, we know we are limitless, but our brains and the world around us just start to confine us, right? Tell us that it's not safe to take a new opportunity, And this conflict, this internal conflict, like it leads to this feeling that there's something else, something more, because something's missing from our lives. I know I've felt that before. 
And so we get to this place where we know this, but we don't know what to do about it until now, right? Because the second tip I want to offer you after talking about all of that is make decisions based on your limitless self, your future self, not your limited self. Because to create the most extraordinary life you can imagine, the one that you want, the one that you deserve, the one that you are worthy of, you have to overcome this inner conflict and take the path that leads to your best life. That's not going to be the easiest path, right? Like I said, your brain is literally hardwired to protect you. It is hardwired to tell you that new opportunities are scary. This won't be comfortable. It won't feel safe. But when you feel yourself going over and over in your mind about a decision that comes down to either being limited, which is based on your past or your current circumstances, or limitless, which is based on your potential, choose limitless every time. I said this before in a podcast episode. Ask yourself, if everything that I wanted from this decision manifested exactly the way I wanted it to, what decision would I make right now? That's how I make my decisions. Okay? It's just a matter of getting over this internal conflict. Remember how I said your brain registers new opportunities as dangerous? We are hardwired to scan our environments for danger, right? Back in those caveman days, not spotting a fast-moving lion meant a very painful death. But unfortunately, this mindset and thought process has crept into our everyday life. And we start to avoid new opportunities as well. We start to fear the unknown. We immediately run through everything that could go wrong. I could fail. What if someone judges me? What if I get embarrassed? What if I disappoint myself or disappoint my family? Blah, blah, blah. All external circumstances, right? And these should not dictate our internal state. So starting to train your brain to understand the difference between something that's just simply uncomfortable and one that is actually life or death is, is important. So when you find yourself second guessing, ask yourself that question. Like if everything that I wanted from this situation manifested the way I wanted it to, what action would I take? And ask yourself as well, is this life or death or is it just uncomfortable? That's it. It's as simple as that. Because by taking control of your brain, you start to take control of your life. Because as Patrick Connor said, the world we live in, the life we perceive is a perfect reflection, a mirror image of our internal reality. Okay, so that is my second tip. Make decisions based on your limitless self, not your limited self. And my last point, which is probably the most important and will probably come as a surprise too. Don't wait until you have 100% belief to take action because you will be waiting forever. I had a mantra when I first started my business. I am committed to unwavering belief. The result is irrelevant. I am committed to unwavering belief. The result is irrelevant. I am committed to unwavering belief. The result is irrelevant. Literally repeated this to myself every day for like two years. <laughs> Did I believe that I could achieve all the things I wanted to? No, like not entirely. I thought they were kind of probable. <laughs> but the truth is, you know, I didn't wait around for those things to happen. You know, one of the things that I ask my clients to go through, and we've literally just done this in the mastermind, one of the exercises is, you know, whatever it is that you're looking to do, it might be a decision, it might be something in your work, career, whatever, rate yourself out of 10, you know, in order to complete this, you know, record this podcast right now, 
how do I rate my ability out of 10? And I might rate myself a four, okay? And I spend some time really brain dumping all the reasons why I rated it a four. You know, oh, I don't have the right equipment, which I still don't. Um, you know, like, ah, oh, you're so unprofessional. You're recording in your walk-in wardrobe, blah, all the things, blah, 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 blah. And I'll brain dump it all, all the reasons why I've rated myself a four. And then what I'll do is I'll write out all the things I need to think and feel if I want to be a 10 out of 10. And I also write down the actions that I would take if I was a 10 out of 10. And that's how I act, right? Like it's an, it's an interesting thing because I've never done this exercise and not known what I would do if I were a 10. Don't you find that weird? Like I rate myself a four, but I know what I would do if I was a 10. So let's just take action from a 10, right? Why not? What have we got to lose? If it doesn't work, you're just like, cool. At least I've learned my lesson. There's no such thing as failure, right? So that's my third point. Like, don't wait until you have 100% belief because you'll be waiting forever. I would have been waiting forever. I think there's a difference between, you know, reframing your thoughts around miracles, you know, that first tip that I gave and the second tip around making decisions based on your limitless self, not your limited self. But, you know, sometimes we can't 110% get behind something when we have no evidence, right, that it's going to work. That's okay. That's human nature. That's, again, subconscious mind programmed to make you scared of new opportunities. That happens. And so I'm all for the mindset work. I'm all for subconscious reprogramming, inner child work, hypnosis, like all the things that I do in my life. But also I'm really, I'm really practical. Like I, I understand that it can be hard to get behind something energetically when you have no evidence that it's going to work. Like that's logical, right? But it doesn't necessarily matter because the more you take action, especially from a place of 10, the more you take action, the more you will start to believe it. And that, my friend, is my secret weapon. That point three is my secret weapon to getting what I want and turning miracles into manifestations and receiving them in my life is I take action from 10 every day. And I don't always believe it, but that's okay, right? I feel like I just exploded your brain with that because everyone always assumes I have all this belief and I do. I do have unwavering belief in myself, but that's not always the case. But because I'm always trying to take action from this place of being a 10 out of 10, it starts to manifest in in terms of belief, right? I start to really believe it. I feel like I just got, if you could see me recording, like in my wardrobe with my hands going crazy, you'd be like, what the heck? Anyway, those are my three tips. Number one, change a dialogue around miracles. Stop saying that other people are lucky. Okay. Secondly, Make decisions based on your limitless self, your future self, okay? Not your limited self. And thirdly, don't wait until you have 100% belief because you will be waiting forever. So I saved a highlight on my Instagram page at jazzjervis underscore called how to manifest. I have saved those stories that I was referring to at the start of the podcast, plus some other, you know, nuggets of wisdom around manifestation please go and check it out. I would love to hear from you as well if you start to implement these three tips because I realize that, you know, I really enjoy manifesting and I love talking about it and I love coaching on it. So I want to support you. I want you to be able to manifest all the things that you want into your life. So come and let me know on the gram if you were trying these tips and how it's going for you. Check out my how to manifest highlight 
and have a beautiful week, everyone. And I'll chat to you soon and see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on an episode of the All That Jazz podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.jazzjervis.com.au, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you loved this episode, we would love a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, we'd love that also. It all helps us spread our message. And if you love this episode and you want to deep dive on this particular topic, you might want to check out my coaching options. Head to my website and click on Work With Jazz and have a bit of a browse. Thanks again for listening. I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. See you in the next episode.